I am a man of God. So it's like, I some way, somehow have to discover that I got to, um, um, develop that, which is not easy. And then I got to sit there and deploy that out to the masses. Howdy, everybody, and welcome to episode 165 of the SupersetYourLife.com podcast. This is your weekly dose of entertainment, education, and inspiration to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym. Today, we've got Chris and Eric Martinez, the business coaches who helped us get this movement off the ground in the first place. Chris and Eric have been close friends of ours for several years now. There's no way that we would be full-time online competition prep coaches and podcasters without the books, resources, one-on-one trainings, strategy calls, and mastermind sessions with other successful students. Check out their podcast, The Dynamic Lifestyle Podcast, if you are an aspiring fitness entrepreneur. Way before we joined their team, I binge listened to hundreds of their episodes throughout my shows in 2019, dreaming of someday doing what Taylor and I were put on this planet to do. Also, you can check out their Instagram profile at Chris and Eric Martinez for daily motivation, tips and for fitness professionals, and a growing list of 800 plus success stories. There is a lot of people online telling you that they can teach you how to make money, but these guys are someone that you can trust. Yeah. Way back on episode 34 of our show, we discussed getting started as an online coach, and today we are going to discuss faith and leadership. Chris. Eric, shall we pray? Let's do it. Guys, thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, we're excited. Absolutely. Taylor, would you like to read, uh, please read 1 Timothy 4, 14 through 16? Yep. All right. Not neglect the gift that was given to you. It was given to you through prophecy with the laying of the hands by the council of elders. Practice these things. Be committed to them so that your progress may be evident to all. Be conscientious about yourself and your teaching. Preserving these things, for by doing this, you will save both yourself and your peers. Thanks, Dave. Heavenly Father, Timothy's mentor, Paul, encouraged him to cultivate and steward his talents that you gave him that he would be a strong leader. Bless this conversation with our mentors that we may all continue to grow in faith and leadership. Amen. 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 Chris and Eric, welcome back to the show. Welcome, welcome, guys. Beautiful. I love how you guys did started started that with like you know a verse and then went into a prayer. That's really awesome, and uh, we're excited. I think just one thing you guys missed out like on the whole intro, which was a great intro, was just to, you know we're twins with humongous caterpillar eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, forgot to, I forgot to put that in the bio. <laughs> yeah, but we're excited, guys. <laughs> For those that don't know you, what, why did you decide to transition from coaching athletes to coaching coaches like us? It's a great question. Question, Chris, you want to, you want to take that one or? Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we started off as personal trainers in 2009 to 2011 and did the whole in-person training. And then a little bit early before 2011, we actually started hiring Dr. Lay Norton as our coach. And that really is what inspired us to do the online coaching. So we did, you know, online coaching from late 2010 to about early 2018. So we did it guys for almost close to like a full decade. You know, that that's really what it was. And we were just at that point where we're just a little bit burnt out, you know, with all the health and fitness coaching. And I think that one of the biggest things was when we actually were in Ty Lopez's business builder. And that was basically like the aha moment to where we just saw everybody talking about all these business things like sales, marketing funnels, like all these things. And we just found it fascinating because throughout like building our business dynamic duo training, we were very good coaches, but we were also very good marketers, right? We were just hungry, like to learn more about it, like how to get ourselves out there, how to position ourselves, how to build the brand. So we always had that in us, but we saw the gap. 
you know, just flat out that there's a lot of health and fitness coaches out there that were very good at their skill of like training, nutrition, but they just did not have like the belief, the mind, the mindset, like the tools to be able to sit there and build a six figure business. And we had done it, you know, so we wanted to help people out, make less mistakes and accelerate that learning curve. Yeah. And I want to say too, just to add to that, like everything Chris said spot on, but what I saw too was like, you know, we were obviously, we went through, through certification programs, multiple ones, you know, invested time and money and, you know, really learned the competency of like exercise, nutrition, how to do all that, which is great. It's great info. But at the end of the day, the biggest gap was they did not teach you number one, how to know your worth and value, how to sit there and monetize higher paying skill sets like marketing, sales, really instilling belief and certainty to other people. So we were just like, man, like we know all this stuff, but it's like, what do we do with it? How do we make money? So we saw all that frustration. We're like, we got to fix this some way, somehow. Yeah. hundred percent. One of the aspects about your coaching that uh, I think was always uh, Taylor, Taylor's my favorite was how when we would do breakout rooms and how you would mm-hmm. help that you would help those help the, the rest of the students um, teach each other on things that they are qualified at. And then it's amazing how one of the best ways to learn something is to teach it. That's just something that you guys were very, very skilled at helping us to do. Yeah. Um, what general practices do you follow to help growing leaders develop their skills in a way that they can teach others? Yeah. The first thing I would say, man, that stands out to me is just like, like we, we just, we lead by example. So like at the end of the day, it's like, you are your own best investment. You truly are. So for, for us, Chris and I, early on, we were just heavily invested into ourselves and we're like, we're going to bet on ourselves, you know, like, no, we can't really depend on anybody else. So it's like, we have to sit here and be resourceful. We have to spend money to make money. We have to learn from other people that are smarter than us and, and acquire their, their knowledge and their skills to then give to our students. So, you know, I think that was the biggest thing, you know, just like that form of leadership is just like walking the walk, like investing in yourself and not having that scarce mindset, that poverty mindset, and just really understand, really understanding that like building a business, it's not about you. It's about helping and serving other people. Yeah. I think also too, guys, it's just like, you know, just walking the walk with it too, like what Eric said and and the discipline, the focus and consistency aspect of it after 13 years of being in this game. And it's like, we don't lie. We don't say that like we're on top. We don't, we don't talk about numbers. Usually we don't talk about like, these are all just success and wins that we have. We paint the whole like 360 view of like when we have like slow seasons, you know, if we got a loss for the whole entire year, like we're open about that stuff because it's business. Um, And I think that's just really kind of like a show, a showing of leadership, you know, because there's so many people out there, coaches, marketers out there that just paint this picture like they're killing it, they're crushing it. It's easy to build a six-figure business, and it's not. It's hard. It really yeah. is. It's a grind. Yeah, you guys are incredibly yeah. authentic, which I loved about. I mean, I I knew you guys before heading into the program with you, but um, just watching you guys when we were get together for our, like what biweekly coaching or no twice a week coaching calls and everything, it was just you were incredibly authentic in your heart to help people change their life was just so evident in how you like led us and taught us. And so really appreciate that. And you're right. There's just a lot of people out there that aren't really truthful about how hard it is to build a business. Mm-hmm. And you guys never once said it was going to be easy, but you told us that yeah. we kept going we kept being consistent. We kept showing up that it was going to be worth it. And it definitely was. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Taylor. Yeah, of course. What's the, what's the biggest leadership lesson that you've learned this past year? 
Ooh, such a good question. I would say the the biggest leadership um, thing that I've learned too, and it's like I learned this actually. Like a lot of it, you guys heard. We talk like a lot about like our pastor Keith Craft. Like, yeah, we're very privileged to to go to his church and have him as like our spiritual, um, you know, father and mentor. But we we invested into his um, mastermind that was here for about six months, and we learned a lot. And like, I really bought into wow. like his his three Ds for leadership, and that's discover, develop, and deploy. So, um, you know, for me, that was the biggest thing, like as a leader, it's like, I wanted to level up and be more of just like a faith-based, faith-based leader as well too. Like I knew I could lead and do other things with business, but the biggest thing that's always been missing in my life is like my level of faith. And like, how do I sprinkle that into my, my, my coaches, my programs, social media, because again, it's like, that's what I truly believe in now. It's like, I am a man of God. So it's like, I some way, somehow have to discover that I got to, um, um, develop that, which is not easy. And then I got to sit there and deploy that out to the masses. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So it's develop, deploy. And what was the other D? Dis- discover and then develop and then deploy. Discover, develop, Discover, develop deploy. Yeah, yeah. that's good. I, I, I love it. So, yeah. so, so I, I imagine they probably called it like triple D Bible edition or something. Right? <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's good. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how, awesome. How, how, how is Christian leadership different than like worldly leadership? Have you noticed a difference between uh, between how leadership is typically taught versus what was taught at the mastermind? Yeah, it's 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 interesting, yeah. Colt. Like, um, I, I'm trying to still understand like a lot of it, man. Like, we go to a Bible study every single week on Tuesday, and like, you know, just some of the stuff like that people extract from it. It's amazing how they kind of just like critique it and then like tie it into the real world. And it's just like I don't. I'm like I look at them like how the hell do they get that? <laughs> so we I go see. to Bible study. Yeah, we go to a men's group on Saturday where they talk about the word. And then we go to you know church on Sunday. So it's like it's a lot, but it's just very hard to grasp, right? But I think like the biggest thing that I've kind of learned about like Christian leadership to tie into it is just as a Christian, right? It's just, um, if you want to be a true Christian, you have to follow kind of just like what God wants you to do. And I think that sometimes there's fake Christians where it's like, they want to do life like on their own terms. Right. So like, again, if they want to like, you know, go off and maybe like party all the time, or they want to, you know, sleep with a bunch of people and stuff like that. It's like, but they still want to like, you know, abide by Christian rules. Well, that, that, that's not, that goes against what God wants, right? He doesn't want you to do all those things. Right. And I think just people are trying to fit their world and their lifestyle into like a Christian, like, you know, type of way. And for us, it's been the hardest thing because it's just like, you know, how do we fit all these things and all these bad habits we used to have, you know, like growing up and living in Los Angeles and all these things. So it's just, it's been a, it's been a tough like battle with it, you know, but I think we're finally kind of like getting it and just coming along, hitting our stride with it all. Yeah. yeah. And I think really quick to add to that, like two things that stood out to me about Christian leadership is like really understanding like stewardship, like how do you become a better steward for God, you know, doing it his way? Because at the end of the day, it's like, we don't own anything here. God owns uh, everything and yeah. you are who God says you are. So then the next thing is too, is like, like, um, it's, it was, it was stewardship and then it was, um, generosity. That's a big one that really stood out to us too, is just how do you become more generous? And then, I'm trying. I got. I, I got stuck on that last one. It was stewardship, generosity, and then, mm, man, I got lost on that one. I'll come back to that though. But yeah, it was one more notes. <laughs> no, I don't have the notes. No, it was. It was. Um, man, it was stewardship. Well, there's, there's four things I want to talk yeah. about with like the stewardship, right? It's time, ahead, yeah, it's treasure, it's talent and your temple, right? So I think as a Christian leader, if you steward those four things correctly, your time, your treasure, your talent, and then your temple, your temple is your body, 
right? Yeah. I think that's really kind of like a Christian leadership on there. And I never really thought about it like that. You know, it's like, how do I definitely steward my time correctly? How do I really steward my my treasures, which is my money, right? Which is basically tithing, right? And then being generous and go above and beyond. The next one is like my talents, my, my gifts that God's given me, you know, it's coaching, right? And then my temple, how do I take care of my body first too? Because I get one body, right? Yeah. And to sit there and like, you know, be gluttonous or sitting there and just like be like lazy or sit on the couch, it's a disrespect to God, you know? So I think that's maybe something you're maybe talking about the four stewardships on it. I got it. It came back. So it was okay. endurance. It was endurance. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It was endurance. And that's a big one. It's like, cause it's like, it is, it's not easy guys to follow like, you know, that Christian life and principles towards like, how much can you endure? How much pain, like how much, <laughs> how many battles and tests from God can you really endure and just look at it as to like, Hey, this is a blessing. Like he's doing this for your own good. So that was what I was trying to get at is endurance. Yeah. I'm glad that you mentioned endurance because our because our verse of the week is James 1.12 and it's about endurance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That is a yeah. really good one. Blessed is a man who endures trials because when he passes, yes, yes, and he, passes, he, he, he will receive the yep. so good. Um, I just have to say too, it's been really neat just like watching how you guys um have changed your leadership and to be like godly leadership over the last year. Like, not that you weren't godly men before that, but I've really seen a shift in um, the the content you put out and everything. And I think that is just the coolest thing because it's hard to be somebody who is open about their faith and put themselves out there because you're really open to a lot of persecution. And, yeah. and especially if you're doing it in a place of love and it can yeah. come across as yeah. not being love if you're not mm-hmm. and don't use proper discretion. Yeah. And I just think that it's, it's been really cool for me to watch that just from an outsider's perspective, because Colt and I also know how it is to take that, that leap to transition, um, the leadership style you have from like a a worldly leadership to a godly leadership. Um, and it's a big step of faith. Yeah. It's a different mentality from, from, from what, from you can, you can look at it as how do, how, how does God fit into my plan and how do I fit into God's plan? Yes. You guys just said it, 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 it's, it sounds like your, your entire heart is just on how can I, how, how, how can I glorify God? How can I show love to others and live the way that Jesus wants me to live and make the best use out of what he's given me in the meantime. Right. And then that exactly. Came. Yeah. And honestly, you guys, you guys like inspired us. You guys inspired us a lot, you know, throughout just, you know, you guys being in our program and stuff yep. too. I just, I knew you guys were faith believers and you guys really like instilled like a lot of stuff into us too. So thank you, you know, oh. for showing us too. Yeah, yeah, we're all here for one reason and one reason only. It's the Great Commission. It's to love God, love yeah. people, and to grow His kingdom. And you know, it's I think the reason that Colt and I are a, a workout plan and a meal plan at the end of the day is kind of, kind of just a step in the right direction to, to help. Yeah. There. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, I we love what we do because we get to be so open about our faith, and we're so and that's another reason why we're just so thankful that we had you in our lives because we are where we are because of you guys. Um, we get to do what we love because of you guys, you taught us how to do it, but, um, it's just neat because we get to glorify the Lord and all of that we do Absolutely. to, you know, at the end of the day, bring people to know him. And like, that's the whole purpose of everybody being here. So, yeah. Yeah. Got another question? 100%. Yeah. (laughs) What is, oh, no, I, 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 I just wanted, and I just wanted to mention, um, had to throw on this necklace before. I know. I saw the necklace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had to put the dumbbell necklace on. And, and, th- and thanks again for like a millionth time for it. But I was interviewing uh, an, an IPE pro. His name is Keto Greg. He, he also happens to be our Keto Brick sales rep. 
and uh and 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 that was like the, before we even started recording he just looked at it and he was like what the heck hey i'll be right back and he comes back with the same one well i think we really answered this next question what role has jesus played in the dy- in dynamic lifestyle but if you guys want to elaborate on that anymore um we'd love to hear but and we also have covered quite a bit of that too yeah. I mean, I, this is something like I, I read that question. I was like, this is really good because I don't think we talk about this enough too. So like, you know, I think one of the big things like the vision and mission I'm on too, and I'm sure Eric has some similarities with this, but he's probably has maybe something different with his mission. But um, the more I've gotten to know, it's like the word too, is like Jesus had his disciples. Right. And those are the people that were helping him get his word out. Right. To advance his kingdom and help more people. And for me, the more I've kind of learned about that, it's like, that's what I want to do. Like with dynamic fit pros is the disciples are the coaches, right? Because my goal is to help people, number one, change their mindset and then change their, their physical like physicalities, right? Because I feel like if you do that, that's the complete person right there. That's going to have that carryover in their career. It's going to be, you're going to be a better parent. You're going to be more confident, more energy, all these things. And I think that is going to lead to your ultimate, like kind of like standard as a human, which then you're going to go out there and perform, make the world a better place. So it's like, that's my mission is like helping more people with the coaches under us, like you guys, right? to advance that for God's kingdom. That's kind of like what I have, like then what Jesus plays the, the, the role, like within what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I love how you talked about uh, being a parent in that, because so much of what we do reminds me of how we try to parent our children. <laughs> I'm reading yeah. this really good book. I'll have to send a picture of it to you. It's um, it's a book by Paul, uh, Paul Tripp. And he's, I don't know if he's a theologian or anything, but he's a Christian author and he's wrote, wrote the most incredible parenting book. I'm halfway through and mm-hmm. it's just like 14 biblical principles on raising your children. Mm-hmm. And it's probably been, there's no how to deal with this situation, how to deal with that. It's about how you are here to basically raise your child to be a follower of the Lord. Yeah. And that you're not really their parent. Like you're their parent, you're the person, you're their ambassador, but like yeah. you are there to lead them to Jesus. And yep. I have, it is the best book yeah. I have ever read. They're they're ultimately his children. We yeah, have the exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. We have the honor, but also the massive responsibility to make sure that they are following him and that we're, you know, we, and that we are showing them the proper way to follow him. So. Yeah. 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 And it's so crazy you guys say that too, because it makes me think we were on a podcast earlier and we were just talking about just our story, like how our dad passed away when we were 17 and 18. And we played that victim role, right? Of saying like it happened to us, but it, it didn't happen to us. It happened for us, right? Yeah. And if I would have had that mindset, like growing up, like kingdom-based mindset, and he did pass, knowing that like that was like my father, that was like my ambassador, but my true father is is Lord. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have played that victim mentality. I wouldn't have went wow. down like that dark path for six years. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's something I'm trying to instill like in my son when he when he grows up. Yeah, it's yeah. a good point. Very good yeah. point. And yeah. I think at the end of the day too, like with that, it's just when you really do get more Im- immersed with like the, the word, you're like, I- I'm a son of a king, you know? And just like, how beautiful is that? Just, if you just say that every day, like I'm a son of a King. And it's like what, what your necklace says, man, like Philippians four thirteen, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's like, <laughs> that's so powerful. Just those two things, like saying that to yourself every morning. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's your guys' devotional life look like? You, you have, you have a, a regular like Bible study practice outside of 
outside of church, like first thing in the morning, gratitude journal, stuff like that. Absolutely, man. Like I've got, that's one thing that I've really enjoyed about like my transition of renewing my faith is just really committing to like at least 30 minutes of just consuming the word every morning. First thing, cup of coffee before anything, just dive into, you know, um, whatever like chapter or whatever like book I want to read in there. And then what I'll do to end it out is I'll go and just read one Proverbs. So like our pastor just would say, get in the habit of just reading, you know, one proverb for, uh, per day. So I really committed to that because so many things just stand out that you don't like realize when you read it at first. So that's really my, my, my devotional with that. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's somewhat similar to, I do like maybe 15 minutes of the Bible. So he's got like, you know, he's got another 15 minutes on me with that. <laughs> um, after that though, it's prayer time. And then that needs to yeah. be like alone with silence. Right. And then I'll listen to worship for the first 30 minutes yep. when I get my work done. And then I try as best as I can to like literally take time during the day and just pause yep. and just like, thank God for certain things, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What, what, what book of the Bible are you guys reading right now? Besides Proverbs? I'm reading right now. Jo- Job's. Oh. You guys heard Job's? Man, that's a really good one. Like really good one. That's a, yeah, yeah that, that's a, that, that's a, that's a thick one. <laughs> that is, that is. Quite, but quite like, the long dialogue between everybody, right? And then at the end, it just yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. But just, yeah. but just talk about like how crazy is how he lost everything like that. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's, it's insane. You know? So that's what I'm reading right now. Yeah. yeah. I just got done reading uh, Ecclesiastics and that one's just really, really good. Like just so many, just like concepts on just like, like living, living life. So yeah. that's a really good one. It's a good follow-up to Proverbs, isn't it? It kind of like yeah, oh, Proverbs is so good. Like pro- Proverbs can almost give you like too much of a prosperity mindset. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's take a step back and just realize that nothing really matters outside of God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about you guys? What are you guys reading? I'm reading James right now. We're going okay. uh going through it in church. I mean, it's a quick book, but um I, I just felt like I was being moved to read it. So I'm in chapter four right now. And uh, what are you doing again? Yeah, so I'm so I'm reading um, the book of I'm, I'm going through Hosea right now with mm. our clients that also mm. kind of needs to brush up on his minor prophets too. I haven't spent a whole lot of time in the minor prophets, um, but I've had to put that one on hold temporarily um, because I'm feeling called to go a bit deeper into Genesis. Yeah, um, in the in the nutrition space, there's a big controversy, obviously, between uh, the creation account, which is what the Bible teaches, and uh, Darwinian evolution. So, um, learning a lot there and trying to spend more time there. It's also something that we're that, that I'm, I'm involved in a, a virtual Bible study every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Night. So, I guess our devotional life um, looks looks more like uh, church on Sundays, and then. Tuesdays we have a well, only um, for two more weeks. Tuesdays we have a Bible study with our church. Uh, we don't have a specific men's group or a women's group or anything, but um, since we moved from our old church, um, Acts in the Vancouver area, um, mm-hmm. a, um, a little over a month ago, right before our move, we had just recently started the, start, started a Genesis study, and so um, we're pretty deep in that right now, and just loving it, loving every second of it. This is something that I was going to ask nice. you guys too. Yeah, is um, like obviously being this involved in your, in your church takes away quite a bit of your time. Um, and it, and it takes away time on paper that just doesn't really look like it makes a lot of sense business wise. So has it been like a bit of a leap of faith for you guys to, um, for, for, for you guys? Cause I know how hard you guys go. I know how, how hard you guys work. We work together a lot. And so is it hard for you to take your foot off the gas pedal and, and and and, fo- and focus on Jesus and focus on your church and then come back to it and be kicking yourself thinking hmm, 
I could be making money right now, or I could be doing this. Yeah. Good for question. me, for me at first, it, it was extremely difficult as I was just like trying to figure it all out. You know, we moved over here to Dallas three years ago, going on in September and nothing. We, we, we did nothing faith wise. We, we didn't go to church, didn't read the Bible, did nothing. So we got plugged into the church and just went like a hundred miles an hour. And, you know, it's just, it was overwhelming. Like, you know, we did a freedom group. We went to mighty men every Saturday. We went to the Bible study. Then we went to church. We served sometimes it just, it was a lot to where I, I had to step back and be like, dang, like, this is great, but like, this is just too much, you know? And I can't even like think like all this stuff, like comprehend with all this stuff's going on and really just like utilize my soul and spirit. So for me, yes, it was difficult. Um, but as, as time went on and just like, I got more bought into it and just going at my own pace, not comparing myself to other people's level of faiths, which I did early on. I was like, you know what? it's an endurance thing and I got to be patient and just go, go at the pace God wants me to. And ever since then, now I, I don't worry about any of that stuff. I don't. Yeah. And I just, I just see it just basically like, these are all like extractions I'm taking from like, you know, the, the Bible study, the men's group, the Sunday service, like with our, our pastors. And then I'm pouring it back into like our coaches. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how I look at that's, that's my, the lens I have for it. Right. Because like one of you guys know the mind growth Monday sessions we do. That's one of my favorite sessions that we do just because yeah. That is my opportunity on Mondays, freshly coming on into the week is to motivate them and get them to think differently and break down those limiting beliefs, right? So that they can take action and they can move the needle on their business. And for me, it's just taking all that stuff from Tuesday, from Saturday, from Sunday and extracting it and pouring it back into them. Yeah. Well, it does the same I, I, thing. I, love I was going to say, like, I totally stole your idea. So, <laughs> so you, you yeah. use Marco. So we use Marco Polo to communicate with a lot of. Oh our, yeah, remember you guys telling me about that? Yeah, and so it's just you know video messages. But Colt every Monday goes to every one of our clients, and you you like write an individual prayer for each person, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's so, awesome. So, so if any any for, for everyone that shares our faith, obviously, yeah. and, if yeah. someone, and if someone doesn't, like, I totally I totally respect that, and then. Um, you know, we'll obviously spend spend our time on things that are motivational um, outside the Bible. Um, but uh, but yeah, Mondays typically it's a it's it's a personal video message to every single person out of out of the blue, checking up with them on how they on how they're doing, asking them how they're asking them how their kids are doing or, or, or whatever. Because again, it's a different relationship with every single person. And then by and then by the end of the day, I I just kind of put everything together in an email and shoot it out to our email list. All right, yeah. <laughs> Motivation Monday. Here we go. And that's, um, yeah. that's, that's where it all originates is. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I, I really respect how you guys like really go that high touch with your guys. Like, yeah. clients. like honestly, yeah. like I made a note right here and it says high touch. And that's going to remind me to talk to Eric about this after and be like, you know what? Yep. I think we do a good job, but I think we can do a better job because yep. like what you guys are doing right now, that just inspired me. It's like, we need to step it up, you know, just those little 100%. things. So 100%. I, really, I really respect like what you guys are doing with your guys' clients and community. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate that guys. And going back to what we were touching on before, you know, as, as, as long as long as you're putting God first in everything that, that you do and you're asking him, hey, make make sure that we're taken care of financially, make sure that we're taken care of financially. He always does. Yeah, always. He's true. He's ne- he's never, ever, ever let us down when I've said that prayer. And then it's just like you don't know where the next sale comes from. It might be. It might be someone stumbling across your website and the, look, look, someone typing in skull dumbbells. Wow. Okay. They found skull bells, you know, like that's how they found us or something, but yeah, um, but you just, you just never know where those leads are going to come from. Yeah. So, yeah. How has, okay. So, so here at Superset, I want to put a big disclaimer on this one too, by the way, because uh, <laughs> t- the Bible says that teachers are held to a very, very uh, strict judgment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. If, so if you're listening to this, 
Acts 17, 11. That's what I'm going to say is search the scriptures for yourself and see if these things are true. But we we believe that our bodies are are, are, are a temple. This is what the Bible teaches. That, that 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 our that our bodies are a temple, and we believe that uh, while we're here, we need to be stewards of those and um, and and treat them properly. Okay, and that means that that means our health, and that means how they look. I think if it's a temple, it should look good. That's just it's, it's not really a temple. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so, uh, how, so so that's how health and aesthetics ties in together here. How has seeking Jesus and diving deeper into His Word improved your own athletics and how you take care of your bodies? Man, I just think it just goes back again, just to like not letting him down. Like he's given you a body, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like, I know the type of work that I'm doing here on this, like this earth, right? And it's like, it takes endurance. Like, you know, like we're working six days a week still. And I love it. Like, I, I, I can't see it changing. I just, I love working like that. I do. I love running myself to the ground. So with that, I need endurance, right? So I got to take care of my body, manage my stress, you know, get my seven, eight hours of sleep, go to the gym, eat healthy. And it's for me, it's like, if I don't do that and take care of my temple, it's a disrespect to, to, to God, honestly, because yeah. he put me here and he gave me these gifts and talents and this platform that we have with these coaches, right? And he's given me this capacity and endurance. And if I sit there and mistreat that, then I'm doing it. I'm disrespecting him, honestly. And then I'm doing a whole disservice to all these other people out there. Yeah. yeah. I think just to add that too, it's like, like, I think we're his warriors. So it's like, like if you're a warrior and you're out of shape, you know, you, you don't have like any endurance, like, how are you going to sit there and, and battle and go to war, you know, for, for God, you're not going to. And that's why like, I think too, like there's sometimes like, like a, a, like a facade or something that like, Oh, like it's okay to have like a dad bod and stuff. And I'm like, it's not okay though, because it's a form of like, it's, it's a low standard of excellence, you know, and you're show you're showing that to number one yourself that you're, that you're okay with that, that that's the standard that you uh, expect from yourself and then your kids, right. To where it's like, you got to lead yourself first before you lead anybody else. And it's just, to me, I'm just like, it starts with your temple because that's going to just control everything, you know? So that's just my perspective on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah, the parable of the talents is something that we studied like oh, in the so church. And yeah, I think it's Matthew 20, 25, the 25, 20. I always get it backwards, but master, you delivered to me five talents. Behold, I have made five talents more. And that's kind of our life goal is to is, is to whatever God's given us. We it, it doesn't just mean that we can have it so we can be entertained by it. I mean, even even food. Food shouldn't be food should be viewed as fuel, not exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that's something that, that, we, that we, we, we look at our, we look at our workouts, we look at our bodies, we look at our food, we look at every, literally everything that we have just going, no, this isn't ours. This is ours for a season and yeah. we need to be stewards of it in the meantime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. What is next for dynamic lifestyle training? What's the hottest project you guys are working on now? You, you guys are <laughs> Oh man, that's a, that's a, that's a good one. I think just right now, man, we're so laser focused on just like serving our coaches and students with the accelerator program. And obviously we still have like our entry level program, the OFC 2.0, um, and, and I think we're just kind of thinking too, like, what is, what's the next thing? Like, is it maybe like a subscription model? Is it more of like a high tiered coaching where it's just more of like a, an experience, but other than that, you know, man, we're just doubling down just on that. The podcast, obviously, we're over 500 episodes with that, and you guys know that wow. takes a lot of a lot of work. That's a we're lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's a lot of work. We, and we got two shows now, so now we're really catching up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think too, like, um, like we're gonna do, we're we're trying to do like a local meetup here too, like more towards what 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 was the date, Chris? I think in uh early October. Yeah. 
yeah. So just something a little bit more intimate, more in-person community. So that's really kind of, I'd love to see you guys again. Yeah, yeah dude. Like, you guys, you guys should come. That would be awesome. Yeah, I want to go to Montana. Yeah, please come here. We have lots of space. We're on 98. <laughs> Trust me, when, when we go, like I'm going to let you guys know because I, I've always wanted to go to Montana. It's beautiful out there. Oh, yeah. Especially this time of year, we have a lot of rain for some really weird reason. Apparently, mm-hmm. we with us when we moved and it is so green and beautiful. So it's, I would say yeah. it's a lot like Texas. It feels like Texas. Just everything's smaller, except for yeah. the sky is giant. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got to ask you guys, is it as beautiful as like what you see on Yellowstone? It's better. Really? Damn. Okay. Better. Damn. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. I yeah. mean, Yellowstone just like it shows you some cool things, but like we live an hour away from like Yellowstone National Park. Uh-huh. You're right at the entrance. And so like Colt's parents have this beautiful view out their kitchen window of the Beartooth Pass. And it's just like, unlike anything you've ever seen. I'll send you some pictures that I got of like, yeah, yeah. Please, please do that we have and the thunderstorms, the stars, like it's just a dream. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, our, our evenings lately have been unwinding instead, instead of instead of watching tv we sold our tv a while ago we we're like we don't need this in our house <laughs> like so some of our favorite ways to, to unwind lately has just been laying in the hammock together and just staring up at the sky and just watching watching the sunset watching it like it's a like it's a movie show literally every single night is something different it's yeah. like one night it's a beautiful a beautiful sunset then the next night and, and, and it's totally clear and then like the next night it's it's a whole bunch of thunderheads and it's mm-hmm. you know and if it's raining we got to get inside and we can watch it from there but it's <laughs> but it's always entertaining and it's always beautiful and it's always something different ask us yeah. again yeah. in awesome. six months when it's the winter and then we'll probably reevaluate yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all that <laughs> snow <laughs> yeah all that snow <laughs> brace That's yourself awesome. you, you, you guys are like so how's montana we're like yeah, well uh, all right let's get let's get to the topic of the day guys <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, but I think that's that's really it for us guys. Like what we're just kind of like looking forward to. Cool, we're excited. Cool, cool. To watch it all. Thank yeah. you, thank you well, guys. Appreciate you, you guys, you guys' time and your continued mentorship as always. Like I said, you're always there for us. Re- really, really, um, really, you really helped us out with the posing music too, by the way. So yeah, our posing class tomorrow morning with all of our competitors, and uh, now we, that's that's one of the biggest things I learned from you is to. Is, is to bring the energy to every single yeah. every single group training yeah. exactly yeah. Ever since we've been doing group trainings um that's something that you guys have always been on top of music energy attitude so just want to thank you a lot for thank that. you man yeah. thank, thank you. you guys appreciate you guys yeah. yeah absolutely you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and uh, we'll reconnect soon all right, guys. all right guys thank you so much thank you so much everybody for joining us if you found this helpful please pay it forward by sharing with a friend your ratings and reviews got us to where we're at. If you're not subscribed, please do this so we can continue to grow the channel and share the knowledge. Thank you so much in advance. Product review of the week is from Wendy Eddy in Minnesota. I got my Skull Bells weight belt in. I love the look. It smells like genuine leather and it's actually pretty comfortable. Great job as Threadics. So glad you love your new belt, Wendy. They're wonderful. Some quick store updates here. We have a few discontinued products by Metabolic Nutrition. Number one is Carnitin. You don't need a supplement Carnitin if you're already eating red meat, which you should. L-glutamine, our supplement tag is is a superior product with better bioavailability. And then our PSP Physique Non-Stimulant Pre-Workout, our stim-free pump formula is more popular because it contains no flavors, stimulants, or creatine monohydrate. All other metabolic supplements will continue to be restocked as needed. 
Celtic Sea Salt has been experiencing more business than they've ever had in a long time. A couple big influencers went viral that happened to recommend Celtic, so their lead times have been weeks. But the good news is they shipped our order, and this week we will be getting it in stock. And then also, what is your favorite keto brick flavor? We've sold through our first stock order, and we will place another soon, so please let us know of any new flavor that you'd like to see. Last thing, if you haven't heard about Colt and Mark's new podcast with Jonathan Griffiths, it's called Carnivore Coaches Corner. They collaborate weekly to discuss listener questions, frequently asked questions at their one-on-one consultations, trending topics related to the carnivore diet and hypertrophy training. If you're a fan of the low-carb lifestyle or just getting into it, you can find them by searching Carnivore Coaches Corner on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Anchor, and Overcast. Thanks so much, everybody. God bless, and we're going to catch you on episode 166.